Amen and amen. So uh, the scripture that we um, are kind of meditating on this week is in, it's found in Psalm 23. Psalm 23, uh, verse 5. Psalm 23, verse 5. And um, in the Amplified, it says, that you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed and refreshed my head with oil. My cup overflows. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Hallelujah. So we've been talking about this table, the significance of the table. And, um, you know, what I love about the table, when I, what I love what it represents, we sh- I shared this, that, you know, it represents a covenant, the covenant that is, was promised um, and that God wants us to know through the table that he keeps his promises. And I also think about a table, when you sit at a table, you can bring things back together again. Isn't it something, I I think about, you know, tables that I've sat at where I've had family members I haven't seen for a while, and we can come together and just laugh and eat and fellowship, even friends, right? And it just seems like we haven't missed a beat. And it's just something about the table that brings a restoration. It brings things back together again. Amen. And so that's what the Lord was showing me to share with you, is that this table that he's preparing for you to come and sit at, it's a table of restoration. And I don't know who needs that this morning, but you need to know that it's not over. So God says it's over. But it seems like in this season we've lost a, a lot of things. I mean, for sure, we've lost our peace. We've lost our... Um, just overall sense of, you know, what's going to happen next. It it just seems like there's so much we've been shaken. And there's some things that have lost. In fact, many of us have lost loved ones. You know, we've lost jobs. We've lost things that we never thought we would lose. Yet God is wanting you to know this morning, and me too, that it's not over. You know, this pandemic, doesn't mean that God isn't on the throne. doesn't mean that he's not still God. doesn't mean that he doesn't move. It doesn't mean that he's not shifting things, making a way. It doesn't mean that the table's not set before you. There's still a table, and it's filled with, rest, with restoration. I believe the Lord has prepared a meal for you to come and make all things new to bring everything back together again. Amen? Something happened when David called for uh, the uh, person that was left in Jonathan's house. You know the story, we kind of started reading this yesterday about Mephibosheth. Interesting thing about Mephibosheth is he was the son of Jonathan and he had been lame all his life because 
uh, when he was running, his his uh, maid service servant was running at a time where they were trying to flee, and she dropped Mephibosheth, which caused his feet to be broken, and he was lame his whole life. We find him here not only lame, but without his father. His father's dead. His grandfather's dead. And it seems like everything's been lost. There's no hope. But God, <laughs> but God says it's not over until I say it is. And King David decides to bless anyone that's left in Jonathan's house. Why? Because of the covenant. He made a covenant with Jonathan and he kept it. And I want to go to Second Samuel 9 because there's a moment here where David invites Mephibosheth to the table. And I want to read the words here in Second uh, Samuel 9. Here's what it says. It says that um, in verse 6. It says, now when Mephibosheth, the son of uh, Jonathan, the son of Saul, had come to David, he fell on his face and prostrated himself. Then David said, Mephibosheth? And he answered, here is your servant. So David said to him, do not fear, for I will surely show you kindness for Jonathan, your father's sake, and will restore to you in the land of Saul your grandfather, and you shall eat bread at my table continually. Now, there's so much here, but this is a picture of what Jesus did for you and me. Because of Jesus, we're in covenant with God. And he will restore everything that the enemy has stolen. In fact, death isn't even our portion anymore. And he will restore life. That's what John 10.10 says. It says, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But I have come to give you life and that of abundance. And so this table represents restoration. And when you come to the table of the Lord, he makes all things new. He restores. And he says that you will eat this bread at my table continually. Continually. Because of the covenant that we're in through the blood of Jesus Christ. This is so powerful because it can feel like all things are lost. And how can I come and sit at the table when everything has been lost? But I speak to you this morning and I say, you will be restored. You will be restored. The very thing that God promised will be restored. Just come and sit at the table. I think about a story of a woman who found an old table 
She was out in the fields and walking, and she came across an old table. It was worn. It was tattered. The rain had um, affected it. Even, you know, termites and things that start to eat at it, but it was something distinctive about this table. In the middle of a, a forest, it probably must have been a table that people would come and sit and get shade under the big tree that it was near. They would eat together, families. It was almost like she could see what this table used to be. And she determined in her heart, I'm going to go and bring this table back to life. And that's what she did. You see, because she had had some loss. Her mother had passed away. And she remembered that actually that's the table that she used to go and sit with her mom, talk with her mom, laugh with her mom. They would play cards and checkers out there, have a, have a picnic. She even remembers the time that she told her mom that she received Christ was at that table. And so she began to go every day and wash that table. She began to move all the shrubbery from around that table. She began to sand it. She began to take care of it. She just wanted to see it back to where it was. She began to paint it, prime it, and suddenly she looked and she couldn't believe that under all that shrubbery, under all the, you know, wear and tear that that table had gone to, suddenly there was this beautiful, solid oak table before her. Just needed to be restored. She decided to paint it. She wrote her mother's name on it. Put a little gold plaque on it to say, this is where you can come and meet. You can come and sit here at this table. Talk to your loved ones. That table still stands today where people who've lost loved ones, they go and they sit at that table under that tall tree and they just talk. I don't know who needs to know this this morning, but there's a table that's being restored for you. You may have been in the weathering, the tearing, you know, the heaviness, beat down, come on, but you're not destroyed. God says it's not over. It's not finished. That woman who sat at that table, she sat and she began to talk again and laugh again. Although her mama was watching her from heaven, there was still this beautiful sense of a restoration of the fellowship she longed for. Are you longing for that fellowship again with the Lord? Maybe in this season, 
You've got up from the table of the Lord and you haven't been back because life is heavy. The things that have happened have drawn you away from the table of the Lord. But he says, I need you to come back because this table is set for you to eat a meal of restoration. Mm, Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let that just marinate for a moment. He's prepared a table in the presence of your enemy. And your cup overflows with oil. You see, the enemy has to watch you sit at that table. Sit at a table of restoration. Everything that he stole, everything that he took away, that's as there's recompense for you. And the enemy has to watch you. Receive the restoration. He can't sit at that table. He can't sit there. Right? He can't sit there. This invitation is for you to come and sit. Hallelujah. So what was taken away, what was lost, come and, come and receive it again at the table. Come and receive it again at the table. I want to read this to you in, in um, Joel 2. Thank you, Lord. So I was thinking of the woman with this table that she restored. Sometimes restoration doesn't look like it can be restored, amen, because of what was taken away, what was destroyed or what was lost, and it just seems like there's no hope. When she approached that table, all she had was the memory of what it could be. That's all she had. God wanted her to spend the time Restoring it back. And that's what God's doing for you. Although it may look like it can't be brought back, brought back to life. He's spending the time with you at the table, with fellowship, in his presence, eating at his table. He's making all things new. He's making all things new. And in Joel 2, 25, it says, So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten. I want someone to be encouraged this morning that although it seems like years have been lost, years, He says, I'm going to restore. He says, with the crawling locust, the consuming locust, and the chewing locust. That's a lot of locusts. If you know anything about locusts, they destroy. When they come through, nothing is left. Yet he says, I will restore this. And not just 
in the moment, but the years, the years, because for some of us, the locusts have been eating at things in our lives for years. I'm going to restore that. He says, my great army, which I sent among you. This is the table that he prepares for you in the presence of of your enemy. He says, you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. Hmm. Oh, to be satisfied again. Have you ever, you know, eaten a good meal with family and all the flavors of it and then you get to eat it again? But this time, it's new. And you get to eat plenty and you're satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wonders with you and my people shall never be put to shame. I don't know who needs that this morning, but shame offers you. He's restoring you. Even the shame of your youth, that's broken off of you now in Jesus' name. So will you come and sit at the table? The table of restoration. I want you to close your eyes if you're able to for a moment. Hallelujah. And I want you to see that table in the forest. It's long. It's a sturdy oak table. Bright white. See, the woman wrote something on that gold plaque. She said, all who sit here, may you be restored. So come. Sit at this table. What has been lost? What needs to be restored in your life? For some of us, it could just be our joy, our peace. Trusting in the Lord, our faith. Because in this season, it seems like those things have been stolen from us. But God says, I will restore it all. There's recompense for you. If you would just come to the table of restoration. You see, Mephibosheth, When David let him know that he could eat at the table of the Lord, he couldn't believe it. 
he said these words to um, David. He said, what is your servant that you should look upon such a dead dog as I? And David responded, that he gave Ziba, the king's servant. He said, I have given to your master's son all that belonged to Saul and to all his house. You, therefore, and your sons and your servants shall work the land for him, and you shall bring in the harvest that your master's son may have food to eat. But Mephibosheth, but Mephibosheth, your master's son, shall eat bread at my table always. Mephibosheth couldn't believe that he was worthy of this restoration. He said, who am I that you would even look upon me? A dead dog as I. He didn't feel worthy because of Perhaps his brokenness. Maybe because of his grandfather's mistakes. He just didn't feel worthy to sit at the king's table and to eat continually and to be restored. You see, when the king invites you to the table, He's saying, you're part of my house. You're part of my kingdom. You're no longer an outsider. That's what the Lord wants to say to someone this morning. You're not an outsider in my kingdom. You can eat at my table. You can sit at my table. And as you eat this meal of restoration, let it be known that you are worthy to sit with me. I made you worthy. I made you worthy. And so, as you sit at this table right now, Let the words of the Lord just wash over you. I will restore. I will restore. I don't know who needs this, but I just, I sense that there's relationships that need to be restored. Access, when you come to my table, Eat up the meal of restoration. It's not over. It's not finished. God is in it. 
He's in it. You're not alone at this table. He's with you. And he's making all things new. Thank you, Lord. This woman who restored the table. The one thing that she really wanted for people to experience when they sat at the table was his glorious presence. And many people have come and sat at that table under that big tree. They've just talked with God, communed with him, ate with him. Families have come and sat at that table. Loved ones, that table was restored. So right now, talk to God at the table. Talk to him. What needs to be restored? What needs to be brought back to life? What are the things that you've lost that you so desire to get back again? He's restoring you. He's restoring you. See him removing heaviness off of you, the thorns in your side that have made this season so uncomfortable. He's removing that. Even, you know, feeling bound, chains around your neck, feeling overwhelmed. He's removing that now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I just give you glory, God. I give you glory, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.